Hey, what's going on, friends? Welcome to another episode of The Trevor Olson Show, episode number four on September 30th. I am your host, Trevor Olson. How you doing, man? Guys, doing good. Good? You guys hanging in there? Did you, uh, I'm sorry, I'm on my, on my phone. I gotta pull something up really quick. Um, where'd it go? Here we go. There we go. Uh, did you guys watch the debate? Last night, beautiful. It was so refreshing to see our nation's leaders engage in such in such civil discourse and eloquent dialogue, and no interruptions, and wow, it was it was just so refreshing. It was so beautiful, beautifully done. Oh wait a second, it was a shit show, as that uh, that woman on CNN said. That was so funny afterwards. Just to hear uh, this woman off on CNN, you know, on cable television, to be like, that was a shit show. I'm sorry, folks, if that offends you, but I just have to, we're allowed to say that on cable, and it. I just have to say, I have to call it out for what it is, and it was just a shit show. A fucking shit show. Uh, <laughs> she didn't say that, but that was the vibe I was getting from it. And she was right, because it, it was a nightmare. My God. After consuming all these podcasts that I do, guys like Rogan, uh, I always say him, but because his podcast is my favorite, but all these other guys, it's like, they, they let their guests speak, they don't interrupt, and they hear each other's points and perspectives, and then the other person talks, and then they engage their points and perspectives, and it's just, it's an actual dialogue. And there's actual progress made typically in the conversation. So, I mean, last night's debate, it was just, it was just uh, preposterous, I would say. But it is what it is. Uh, so what are you going to do about it? Right? Right? We got crazy fucking Don, Donnie boy who, uh, who's a fucking crazy guy. And then we got, you know, dying Biden who's, who's looking frail and, and spooning children. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, uh, yeah, as far as like politics, this is the most engaged I've been in ever. Um, but I am 25 now and I'm, I just want to be a bit more cognizant about, about the political spectrum because I, I, I want to understand what's going on, but I've always, I've always just shied away from it entirely because I just found it to be so disingenuous and, and so gross and just this, this game of, of money and favors and I just was not a fan from it when I started to sort of pay a little more attention to it when I was younger and and then I just so I steered clear of it up until honestly this year but the country is in such fucking disarray that I feel like I should have a better understanding of what's going on so here's my opinion as far as as far as like Donald Trump he can be an asshole for sure like, I think he has an unparalleled narcissism about him. Uh, but at least with him, I know he's an asshole. And I know he has an unparalleled narcissism. Like, he's never, he hasn't changed in the past four years. Like, he's, he's, he's just never been, he's not different. He's always just been a fucking psycho. Uh, and then with Biden, I just feel like he's just so, he just, man, he just seems so, like frail and and weak and I know there's all those mental slip ups that everyone's making fun of him for but I just feel I kind of just feel bad for him like I don't know and he just comes off as kind of weak especially in comparison to to Donald who's who's definitely a guy who's all about power and everything I'm not saying I support or agree with Donald Trump at all I'm just saying I'm just saying it how I'm viewing it uh like Donald seems like this fucking authoritarian crazy person and and joe's you know biden seems like he's on he's on the way out and uh, he seems almost like a puppet to me kind of like pulling the strings it's like why wouldn't they take what was that uh what was uh that woman's name um tulsi was it is it tulsi gabbard i don't know i, I think that was her um but she was like so qualified and she served twice overseas, if I'm not mistaken. She's like articulate. She's intelligent. She's the perfect candidate for it. She's 
I think she's technically a minority and, and she's a woman. It's like she's everything the Democratic Party wants, but for some reason they 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 pick Biden uh, to be the to be the guy. And so, so I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's like again, it's almost just like the lesser of two evils. Because like, especially with the the whole KKK thing, when Donald Trump didn't condemn it, it's like, dude, just what the fuck? <laughs> like you're not gonna con. I don't know. I'd actually have to go back and see, hear what see what he exactly said. Um, so anything far right on the extreme side and anything far left on the extreme side, I I I just I don't like either. It's like on the far right, we've got like on the extreme far right, we've got fucking like racist racists. And then on the extreme far left, we've got like hyper progressive people who want to implement laws that and impose these laws that regulate free speech and all this shit. And it's like, uh, it's like, hey, 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 let's just all get along. Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya, let's fucking chill out and relax. It's like, hey, 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 let's chill out a bit. But so that was sort of my my take on on last night's last night's debate. I don't know when the next one is. Like I said, I'm not too uh, too focused on it all, but uh, I'm sure I'll probably watch the next one, and I'm sure you guys probably will too. So hopefully it's a it's a bit more adult like because it seemed like two fucking bickering children, uh. But yeah, whatever. How was your week? How was your week on a positive note? My week, I hope it's been good. My week's been good. Uh, last couple days, Monday, Tuesday, uh, I just did a lot of like business stuff, a lot of behind the, behind the scenes stuff that needs to get done. When excuse me, when you don't things you don't realize that you you're gonna. My God, sorry. I, it's like I need to either not fucking eat or drink anything before I podcast or what. I don't know if I just have like a, a, a gas problem. I always have to burp. I don't know. But uh, fucking deal with it. So the last couple of days, yeah, I had to do, you have to do things that when you, you know, when you're like 14 and you say, I want to be a musician, what you're essentially saying is, okay, you're going to be an entrepreneurial businessman. That's what you're saying. And uh, so I was just doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff yesterday, uh, last couple of days regarding like uh, search engine optimization with my website and uh, public observa- public observability as far as uh, my Patreon page and everything like that. So um, yeah, it was just probably like in the last two days, like 12 hours total, which isn't that much, but it's a lot. It was, it was kind of like soul sucking. After two days, like it was, uh, we celebrated uh, Shane's, my sister's boyfriend, Shane, um, the man who impregnated my sister. We celebrated his birthday yesterday, and uh, I was just tired and worn out, and I was starving. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I thought about going for a run beforehand, but I didn't make it just just because I was doing shit. I was like, well, this really needs to get done, and. I don't necessarily need to run. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm already sore from from push day on Monday, so yeah. But it was fun yesterday. Uh, I got there uh, after. Yeah, yeah. So what was I saying? Yeah. So last couple of days, just got a bunch of shit done that needed to get done. And uh, I was even thinking, I was like, what the? What? I was like, what am I gonna fucking talk about on the podcast? I was like, just doing this boring shit for the last two days straight. I have nothing interesting to speak of. But uh, I always find things to talk about. I just make, I make silly voices. I just I could talk like this the whole time. You guys are so special. Uh, I'm, always, I'm always stretching on the podcast too. Uh, there we go. A little water. I filled up my water bottle. Uh, we got a new faucet, and I can never remember which way is hot and which way is cold because there's not a clear identifier of red and blue or H or C. <laughs> And so I fill up my water bottle, which is essentially a thermos, because it, and it retains things that are hot and cold. And I fill it up with boiling hot water, and there's steam pouring out of my out of the thermos right now. <laughs> so I'm drinking, essentially, uh, boiling hot water. But warm water, fun fact, is actually very good for your vocal cords. Not hot water necessarily, but 
but warm water. So that's why when, uh, if you see a lot of singers, you know, that's why they drink tea and honey is good for, I, th I think honey has some anti-inflammatory properties, which might be good for the vocal cords as well. But yeah, that's why when you see a lot of people, singers or people who just do a lot of voice work, they're, they're always taking care of the voice. It's like, you have to do so much. If you're going to, if you're essentially going to use your voice as your, as you know, as your career, you know, whereas I do it for singing and podcasting or, you know, if you're a commentator or a comedian or just a public speaker, you have to really take care of your voice. Otherwise you can blow out your vocal cords. So even before uh, I, I start this podcast every day, I do vocal warm ups. It's like two minutes, just something to warm the voice up because I, I record these at around 10 a.m. and I haven't really talked that much. And so my voice is kind of kind of rough sounding. I got that southern drawl in the morning, and yeah. So you got to take care of your voice, man. It, it it so much goes into it. As far as after shows too, you should warm down, cool down, whatever you want to call it. Warm down, cool down. Um, should you have to be hydrated, drinking lots of water? You should be working out so that stress, because stress can totally alter your vocal cords. Um. Well, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't necessarily be yelling because yelling is not that great for your your vocal cords, unless you're doing it with proper technique. And yeah, and then that's a whole thing. It's it's just it's one of those endless. It's one of those rabbit holes again that you can go down, and just just like everything else. Um, in other news, I'm very excited about uh, having some guests on this show. As as much fun as I have just talking into the mic and talking with you guys, because I and I and I have been having fun. It's been a blast. Pardon me. Um, I want to have guests on. I was at my cousin's cabin on... When was this? I marked it in. Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday. Um, we uh, we actually... He invited me out to the corn maze thing that I was telling you about. That goes on for a couple weekends. And he asked me if I could uh, bring my drone out and get some cool footage. And uh, so I did that and went out there. And got some great shots, awesome shots. And I'm gonna, I'll probably do that this week. Edit, edit a little promotional video together for them, just so that they can use to to promote the to promote it and get it out there. But man, like, I fucking love that drone. It is so cool. And I said I p potentially messed it up when I crashed it. I cr crashed it into my camp, um, and it was kind of flying funny, like just wobbling in the wind a bit. And just doing weird things. And I was like, oh no, I wrecked it. I wrecked my drone. But thankfully, I just replaced uh, one of the blades. Because there was one blade that was scuffed up. And it, it looked so minimal damage-wise. And I was like, that can't be affecting the flight. But but then I, I replaced it. And uh, it flew great. So no problems, no issues. And yeah, got some great footage. So maybe I'll even post that online. For you guys to see it as well, or on Patreon, or on on uh, on my socials, to see it, but maybe not. So you might you might fucking never see it. Uh, so after that though, after the corn maze, uh, my cousin invited me out to the cabin, which is just a few miles down the road from where we both live. We live up near each other, and so we cruised on down there, and uh, it was me, Eric, and yeah, just me and Eric. And we were hanging out, bullshitting, and playing guitar, and just he's a great conversationalist so we always have a great time talking and uh and then all of a sudden this we see a flashlight in the distance and we were like oh shit who's this and uh and then Shane my sister's boyfriend ended up walking down and he was like the last person I expected to see showing up uh at the cabin in the middle you know when it was getting dark because we didn't even tell him that we were there so he was at my mom was actually watching his daughter uh, Rose <sighs> My God, you guys just must love all the fucking noises I make. Just thanks for tuning in. Okay, uh, so he, but yeah, so my mom was watching uh, my niece, and she was happy to watch it for a bit. And she said, "Oh, the boys, the boys are down at the cabin." And so he walked on down, uh, well, drove down, and then walked down, and uh, we hung out. And the three of us were all together, and I was, and we all, you know, just just vibing, having a great time laughing. And I was like, oh, this, I was like, if we just had three mics on us right now, it'd be perfect. And, uh, it'd be, you know, we could do it, we could put it on the podcast. And uh, so I ordered, I want to personally thank uh, my friend Gene, 
who uh, funded uh, some equipment for for the podcast and for music because I can use it both for music and the podcast. But I ordered a couple uh, more preamp preamps. They're called basically with the system I have. I have an API uh, lunchbox, which is again a silly name for musical equipment, and. I have a 512C preamp in it, and basically, you just have to. A preamp is just—it's a preamplifier. You have to, you know, get a little preamplifier for your mic. And uh, the way this system is set up, it's very specific. So I had to get a couple more preamplifiers so that I could plug two more mics in, uh, so that we could have uh, all good, good quality uh, audio production-wise. So ordered the mic, uh, ordered the preamps yesterday. Should have them here October first. And then I'm going to start having guests on. And I've already got a list of people. And uh, I'm super excited about it. I just want it to feel like a hang, like hang out, just conversation, a nice a nice civil dialogue like like Donald and Joe. Uh, <laughs> uh, but very excited that. And uh, thank you, Gene, for funding that equipment. Gene's a good friend of mine. And he's also a sponsor. Uh, he's a sponsor. So a little water here. Little boiling hot water. Uh, I gotta do some laundry today. I was gonna do it this morning before I started this podcast, but my fucking mom beat me to it. So she's got some shit in there right now. So I gotta do that after, but that's all right. I uh, wanted to talk to you guys about some other things. Um, what was it I wanted to talk to you about? Let's talk about all sorts of stuff. Had a little brook trout last night for dinner. <laughs> Uh, good brook trout it was excellent I don't know if you guys have never had brook trout that was a a monkey imitation by the way but brook trout is uh, it's gotta be well it's for sure top three favorite fish the way it's the way it's prepared my mom prepared it pairs it a little different than my dad I prefer my dad's uh, preparation over my mom's so basically what you do is first off you go off, you, get, you catch a brook trout, and then you get it home, and then a lot of people can will cook the fish whole, and then I need to like I need to blow my nose. <laughs> Hold on, folks. I gotta grab. I, I gotta grab something. I gotta grab a hanky. I know what you're thinking. You're gonna blow your nose into a hanky? That's disgusting. Yes, I agree. But here's the thing. This podcast is transparent. It's live. It's in the moment. And I don't feel like going all the way to the bathroom. Actually, there's not even there's not even Kleenex in the bathroom. There's a there's toilet paper. So I grabbed a hanky. All right. <laughs> there we go. Nice little segue for the show. Don't worry, I'm feeling fine. I don't have COVID. Uh so you get your brook trout and then you fillet it up. And I watched my dad fillet, and I've never actually done it myself, but you fillet it up, get out a couple of little, the bones, because some of the bigger ones, and, um, and then you, and that's funny, because you can eat a lot of the bones, because the, the little bones, they just melt, they melt when you, when you cook it, essentially, and, um, yeah, we just, we cook it in a bunch of butter, oh my god. This is a grotesque podcast. <laughs> uh, we cook it in a lot of butter, and that's my dad. The way my dad does cooks it in a bunch of butter, a little olive oil maybe, and then you have it. So as soon as the fish hits the pan, it's got that nice sizzle. Uh, you don't want it to hit the pan and have to warm up because it it'll kind of be soggy. You just want it to hit the pan, sizzling. Cook it about four minutes each side. Uh, and you're good to go, and it, it's uh, it's super simple, and it's excellent. Uh, oh, and then as far as uh, the flay, I forgot to mention you. So you flay it, and then my dad uh, whips up a couple eggs, puts the fillets in the the little in the eggs, kind of stirs it around, and then he uh, puts breadcrumbs on on all of it, and oh, excellent. So if you guys never had that, it's very very good. I would definitely definitely recommend it. I don't know if brook trout you can just go out and buy, but but then again, I've never looked at the stores. Um, but and I've only ever had brook trout that my dad has caught. 
So, but he's, uh, he is a Brook Trout fanatic. Um, oh, that's my, are we still recording? My, what's, uh, there we go. Good. My computer's being weird. My computer is pissing me off lately. <laughs> it works good, but, uh, and it should, it's brand new, but, uh, it's, I don't know. Anyway, besides the point, but, uh, my dad is a Brook Trout fanatic. He always jokes about he's going to die out there <laughs> in his old age. He's, he said the other night, he's like, I'm going to be 93. You're going to find my body in the river, hand up in the air, thumbs up, probably a, a Budweiser, Budweiser with him saying life is good. And I was like, oh, that sounds nice. It's a nice, nice little morbid way to go out. No, it'd be great. You'd go out like that, doing something you love. I don't know how uh, I'd like to die. Well, I'd well I'd like to die just old age asleep like that. Be like a hundred, you know. See what happens. See what's up till I'm a hundred, uh, and then yeah, just go in your sleep. That'd be nice. But then again, there's something about like young people dying, and I don't want to die. Uh, I want to live life. But there's something about like people who live a a good. Well, I was going to say something like Jimi Hendrix or all these people who are part of the 27 Club, but they always die of, like, drug overdoses and all this crazy shit. Um, but there is something about never having to necessarily, like, suffer or or lose your mind with you know from dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that. There's something to it. Um, I'm actually worried about getting... Alzheimer's and dementia and stuff like that because my grandma had it and I don't know I just that's like a, a big fear of mine I don't want to fucking develop that that shit when I get older so I do everything I can to stay healthy and uh, as far as keeping your brain healthy the only thing that we actually know I say we like I'm a part of the scientists the only thing that the scientists know the thing that I know my hypothesis uh, my hypothesis, my hype, uh, the hypothesis that scientists have uh, posited, as they say, is that the only actual way of maintaining your IQ and your IQ actually starts to decline at 20. Yeah, take that in. That's nice. Isn't that good to know? Gets stupider from 20 onward. But that's not true either. Because I mean, you can, you know, you can, I don't know. Is that true? Because well, they say your IQ starts dropping at 20, and the only way to maintain it and to keep it from dropping, it's not these fucking lum Lumosity apps. It's those. The only thing that they've those apps have shown is that you can get good at the app, like you can get good at the the game you're playing, but then it doesn't necessarily uh, roll over into any of any other aspect of your life that involves critical thinking. So it's just kind of like a yeah, you get better at the game. But um, if I get to the point here, the only thing that that helps maintain your IQ is uh, physical exercise. So weightlifting and cardiovascular exercise in particular. And they just they think that uh, that helps because of um, just the amount, the the increased blood flow. Like your your brain needs a lot of oxygen. Uh, it's another reason why I do those breathing exercises each morning. It's good for your brain. Uh, the Wim Hof method that I do, if you guys want to check that out, it's W-I-M-H-O-F, uh, type him in, he's a, yeah, crazy person, the Iceman, as they, as they say, uh, but yeah, isn't that funny, it's, it's kind of a funny, because there's that, that classic narrative of weightlifters are just a bunch of, like, meatheads, and they're stupid, and I don't think that's necessarily, necessarily the, the narrative now, uh, just because fitness is, is so much more publicly praised, you know, and taking care of ourselves is so much more part of the conversation. Like, no one was weightlifting 50 years ago. I mean, there was the bodybuilders like Arnold. But um, but as far as, like, a, a majority, like, most people were not weightlifting. People, they actually thought weightlifting was bad for you, which is quite funny. So it's just, it's amazing what we've learned just in the last, well, if we go to six, when was Arnold, when was Arnold uh, famous? Was that the six, that wasn't that sick. Was it the 60s? That seems like a long time ago. Oh, look it up here. Yeah, whenever I click on my Google Chrome icon, it fucking takes for it just bounces like it's on a 
mother like a fucking trampoline and then uh it'll eventually open it probably has to do with that that stupid bing virus i don't know but we'll see here but yeah people used to think man that that weightlifting was bad for you and it's just so funny because we just know that's not the case it increases bone density it increases muscle strength it it, it prevents uh testosterone from uh well it increases testosterone especially in older men and uh because you start to lose testosterone at the age of 40 there's it starts to kind of rapidly decline and that's because your body's saying you had your chance at fucking all these broads and now you're done you're done from here that's kind of funny how we have uh we have well a cycle just like any other animal it's like we have the our prime so to speak of uh of mating <laughs> of mating with each other what a weird way to look at it as far as uh yeah it's just a kind of a funny funny way to look at look at it when you uh think of us just like animals we are we're just like hairless talking monkeys essentially <laughs> yep site can't be reached go fuck yourself computer okay uh never mind we have horrible internet and uh, I lose my mind temporarily a little bit every day because I try to work every day because I'm an adult. And uh, yeah, I have to fucking go into town after this just to upload this podcast because we're living in the 18th century. It is preposterous. It is absurd. I need to sign up for the fucking Elon Musk's Starlink is that what it's called? My cousin mentioned it to me. Uh, I'll have to look that up. Something about insanely fast global Wi-Fi. And that's what it should be, man. And if, like, Wi-Fi should just be available for the world. And it should be free. And I know that sounds crazy because, I know it sounds crazy, but if anyone could do it, it'd be, it'd be Elon. And there's something, I guess we can, you can sign up for like a beta, whatever that means, beta thing, beta thingy, majigger. And uh, you can sign up and it's something like a dollar a month because it's, because they're testing it. But I have traveled the country and my phone works great everywhere except here. And it makes me want to shoot something. And that's why I bought a gun. And so I shoot targets because I'm so furious. <laughs> That's not why I bought the gun. I'm uh, very concerned about the direction of the country and uh, civil war could be right around the corner. So uh, I don't, uh, don't fuck with me. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> it's like I come upstairs, bitch to my mom about the Wi-Fi. And then I, then I say, how many times have I bitched about this? And uh, I should, I don't know, I don't know, it's just, a, it's, it's just, it's, <laughs> I shouldn't even be complaining, it's so minimal, it's not even a real problem, I just head into town, and uh, get some good Wi-Fi, go hang out with my sister, do it, it's not a big deal, but, um, I think we're doing that NMU Wi-Fi thing now, uh, that, in the area, I think I might have mentioned this on, on the last podcast, or the Patreon one, or whatever, but, uh, yeah, NMU's doing, some tests i think it's pretty legitimate now they were doing some testing wi-fi in the area for people who who weren't necessarily getting the best signal or connection with their wi-fi because ours ours blows like it sucks and so if our neighbor has it and he's yeah and they're doing well theirs works so my dad is gonna i believe we're gonna sign up for that but he's out fishing and uh, he's one to think about things, and he takes his sweet time. He does. Both my parents, uh, they like to think things through. Or, or no, it's not even that. I'm being too nice. <laughs> they'll, you know, they'll have an idea, and then they won't do it for, like, years. Where at, like this sauna, if I didn't buy the sauna, but to be fair, the sauna was my idea. But I don't know, they just, they take their sweet fucking time with everything, and I gotta get on my dad and be like, get out of this Brooks, get out of the water, get out of the water and come give us some Wi-Fi so I can work, eventually move out. <laughs> you know you're sick and tired of me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you sick and tired of me, dad? 
Uh, yeah. So, I can't wait to get some good Wi-Fi. That would be a fucking relief. Um, did not work on the album at all this week so far, just because I've been, like I said, I was busy doing that switch and an optimization stuff. I did start a new book, uh, another new one. Uh, it's good, and it's just, it's a story about, um, uh, the guitarist, he, he was the lead guitarist of, of Korn. What a funny band name, Korn, with a K. Uh, any Korn fans out there? Let me know. Um, I'll get back, yeah, so, essentially, it's, it's, I think it's called Save Me From Myself, and he is, I just started it, and it's essentially, it's an autobiography of his time with Korn, his heavy drug use, and then his conversion to Christianity and how that saved his life. Good so far. Nothing crazy. Like I said, I'm on the first chapter, second chapter, something like that. And uh, so he's just kind of in his, introducing his childhood and, and uh, shit like that. He, was talk, he talked about how he smoked a, a joint and it was like 2.30 2 in the afternoon and then the next time he looked at the clock and he, cause he, and he hadn't moved and he thought it, was, it had been like five minutes he was, uh, it was 6.15 and his dad was home and he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so he just, he sat, he, he sat, he was in a lawn chair out by his pool. He sat there for four straight hours, high as fuck. I did that once. I smoked, I took one hit off a joint with my buddy, Anthony, and uh, I just fucking disappeared for four hours. I, it was it was not good and I don't really like weed uh, I've tried it maybe like 10 times and over the course of many you know quite a few years and uh, I just it just gives me a anxious feeling uh, I just get anxious I get stressed out I don't like it I don't I'd much rather have a drink like drinking relaxes me and uh, I actually like alcohol but I'm closing in on day 150 here of uh, being completely sober and it's funny, whenever I bring that up, people are like, did you, did you have a problem? Act all concerned. It's like, no, I didn't have a problem. I'm just I'm just taking a break. Jeez, settle down. Uh, but the only time that I actually enjoyed smoking it, smoking weed, was the first time I ever smoked it in college when I was uh, like 18 or 19. I think it was 19. And uh, I think I actually enjoyed it because it was a blunt. And so there was tobacco in there too. I didn't even know what a blunt was. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know that that's what that meant. And so I smoked weed. I got some in my fucking eye. <laughs> These podcasts. Um, and I think I enjoyed it. Well, I did. I enjoyed it initially. And I think it was because I got the head rush from the tobacco, not necessarily from the weed. So I've never really liked weed. Uh, I'm all for it. I think it should be legal. Like it is legal here, um, in Michigan, I th yeah, I think I think it should be legal everywhere. If if there's a, I know the benefits for a lot of people. It's just not for me, but I'm all for it. Could give a fuck if people are smoking weed. People are smoking cigarettes and drinking booze. That's a crazy drug to legalize. Um, but I like that too. I think everything should be legal. Uh, yeah, and all these people who are <laughs> spending thirty years in prison for selling a joint. Uh, that's not right, as far as I can tell. But. Yeah. I was going somewhere with that. Where was I going? Hmm. I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Oh, well, since I've lost my train of thought, uh, I hope you guys, again, have been enjoying the shows. If you'd like to reach out to the show, and I hope you that you will, uh, please shoot me an email. Shoot me your thoughts, your messages, your comments, your nudes to the Trevor Olson Show at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you and eventually do a segment where I'm interacting with you guys one-on-one. -on -one. Eric, uh, a supporter on Patreon, reached out to me and I addressed, he had a, sent this, this big fucking novel of an email, but uh, I appreciate I appreciate you, Eric. Thanks a lot for messaging the show. If you guys want to hear that, you can uh, hear that uh, exclusively on Patreon. Um, but yeah, please reach out to the show. I'd love to hear from you guys and do a segment where I am talking and asking, or where I'm talking with you guys and asking, asking, answering all your questions and everything. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, uh, you guys can head over to 
patreon.com slash Trevor Olson, and you can support uh, monthly, your choice of 3 5 or $10 per month. Uh, this is just the ideal way for me to monetize the podcast so I can actually keep doing it. Uh, so a little f- the financial support will help sustain episodes and just help me make a fucking living because uh, I want to make a living doing this and doing music and doing other forms of entertainment for y'all. Uh, so head over to patreon.com slash Trevor Olson. Uh, you'll also gain access to the exclusive bonus Patreon episodes, which comes out weekly. Uh, I think I'm doing those on Sundays. So free uh, uh, bonus, rather, Patreon episode weekly, every Sunday. Uh, You can gain access to that by supporting the show uh, for $3, $5, or $10 per month. Obviously, $10 would be best for me, but whatever you guys can afford. I know people are struggling. Times are tough right now with COVID and everything going on. So any support that you guys can give, uh, any spreading of the word to your friends if you guys like the show, Uh, Anything like that is a major help. So I would appreciate that very much. Again, reach out to the show, the Trevor Olson Show at gmail.com. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to head over and give it a five-star rating and a a good review. Uh, Make sure you're following me on uh, Spotify, following the show, rather, on Spotify, following uh, the show on the new YouTube channel, the Trevor Olson Show. So it's also up on SoundCloud. Um, and I think I'm going to keep doing that. I don't know. I think I'll keep doing it on SoundCloud. You got to pay. You got to pay for that one. Not you guys. I would have to pay for it, which is not a big deal, but, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, as far as Patreon, that is, that's your ideal way to support the show. And it's the biggest bang for your buck, as the promoters would say. Because, uh, like I said, you'll gain access to those exclusive episodes, which are only available on Patreon, and uh, it would directly support the show, which directly supports me. And uh, like I said, if I had a thousand, if we had, a, if we had a, a thousand uh, Patreon supporters uh, in, in the community uh, participating, even at three dollars, uh, that'd be thirty-six thousand dollars a year, which I'll fucking, I'll do all right with that around here. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that would be excellent. So, uh, please, if you can support, go on and do that for, join the community, friends. Join the community of, of our, join our ever-growing community of Patreon supporters. But, yes. The sauna, in other news, should be coming here soon. Uh, I've, I've talked about this in, in other episodes, but I'm so excited for it to get here it's the what I say. It's the thirtieth today. Can you guys? Can you buy? Can you guys believe that it's already October? That is so so crazy. I remember. I don't know, man. These fucking years fly by. It's so nuts. That's why I try to take. That's why I try to work really hard on each day, just or and enjoy each day, just because I'm starting to realize how fast everything goes. It's like I'm already twenty five. It's crazy. Um, but. The sauna should be here at the earliest, October 10th, at the latest, the 26th. So uh, all I know is that it's going to be here within a month's time at the latest. I am super pumped for it. Uh, I can't wait. I just, I can't wait. And it's, I just can't wait to have people over and like have my cousins over and friends over and just for the whole family to be able to get in there because it's a six person one. Uh, We got it from... We ordered it from Redwood Outdoors. Uh, they're based out of, I think, Washington. And, yeah, Canadian Redwood Cedar, uh, electric heater. We got to go, yeah, we got to hire an electrician still, and we got to we gotta fucking add supports to the, the deck that it's going to be on because it has to support at least 1,000 pounds. So we got, we got a job to do coming up. Maybe do that this weekend, but I also have to uh, record the, the episode, so... We'll figure out a day to do it, but me and my dad will we'll go out and hopefully put support support beams. My mom doesn't want it on the deck, but she wants it more behind the house, but we'd have to get like a slab probably and maybe like a drain and that would just be more money and work. So it'd be, as far as work and money, it'd be it'd be more affordable just to do the do do it on the deck because we've already got a nice level 
foundation essentially just add a couple support beams so that it can for sure support a thousand pounds i'm sure it would already be fine now uh but but yeah because i'm a woodworking genius and i understand support beams and weight weight distribution uh but yeah yeah i can't wait just to be cooking myself in that thing every day i'm gonna be in there four or five days a week every week forever i'm gonna live forever I'm going to have so many heat shock proteins coursing through my body. <laughs> I don't even know what those are, but I can just repeat it back to you. I'm very good at that. I know they're good for you. I know they stop uh, cell, I, something along the lines of they stop cells from dying. So I know I've mentioned the benefits of sauna before, but they're, they're so, there's so many. It's like you're getting a moderate cardiovascular workout. It's great for your skin. Everyone always just says uh, it, ex- it, spells, it expels the toxins. And, I don't, and then if you ask them, like, what toxins? They, like, they freeze up. Because it's like, what the, what the fuck do you know about? I don't even know what a fucking toxin is. What's a toxin? Send me an email of a specific toxin to the Trevor Olsen show. Now, I, I, know, I know a lot of people say, like, it's good for hangovers. And it's good for alcohol. If, like, if you're drinking alcohol and then you sauna, they're like, you sweat it out. It's like, well, maybe how about you just fucking settle down with the booze and drink a, a reasonable amount like an adult instead of like you're doing fucking keg stands back in your college days when you're 43. It's, uh, I never understand. I, I don't understand it. Well, I do. I do understand it. I, let's not be. Let's not be high and mighty, Trevor. Don't be a dick, Trevor. Uh, no, I get why people drink alcohol. Life can be, especially if life's tough, like if you're going through a lot of shit. Uh, and it's just easy to fall into that pattern of, oh, I'm stressed out and not having a great day. I'll have a drink. And in the moment, it sounds like sounds like an excellent idea. And it's fun. And it does help release stress. But then that's just like a, a bad road to go down as far as I'm concerned. You know, fast forward 20 years, it's like, well, for one, you're going to build a tolerance. So you're going to be drinking more and more as as the years go on. Just to anesthetize yourself. Is that the word? Anesthetize? I like that word. That's what you can say if you want to sound smart. <laughs> to someone who's uh, taking drugs and alcohol and they've got like a problem. Like, why? Why would you want to anesthetize yourself and not be present for your life? You have a problem. Uh, yeah, but I get it. I get it. Life's tough. But I will say being cut, you know, using it responsibly. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That we all know that. We all know we shouldn't fucking drink too much. Oh, picked up some. Uh, I on the way to Shane's yesterday for his little birthday bash. Speaking of alcohol, he got so, he got so much booze for presents. It's so funny. I think everyone got him alcohol except me, and he uh, he had I think like four or five bottles of, of different whiskeys. And then I bought him uh, 50 rounds for his for his shotgun. And so when he opened my present, which, by the way, uh, it was in a little paper bag that I found in our basement with no wrapping paper around it and, like, no paper blocking it. So it was clearly – I'm just proud of myself that I went back to the basement and I found a bag. I was just going to give him – I was just going to hand him 50, you know, 50 rounds and be like, happy birthday. <laughs> At least I had a little bag for him. But when he uh, – he, I'm a dude. What are you gonna do? Guys could give a shit. Um, but when he when he uh, pulled out the rounds, I was like, "See, now you can get drunk and shoot stuff." <laughs> uh, and oh yeah, and his buddy Bruce, um, who I'm, I'm I'm friends with as well. Um, we he Bruce mentioned to me about us going out, like him, uh, me, Shane. Uh, my cousin Eric, maybe my dad, his, his he, couple of other couple other of his friends uh, talked about going out to uh, one of the farms here and doing a pheasant hunt, and uh, everyone kind of pitched in a hundred bucks. Uh, go out, we can get like twenty five birds, and I don't know, have like have some beers and not alcoholics for me. Uh, have some beers and uh, nice little dinner afterwards as well. So. I've never done that. I've never done the farm thing ever. I've never done a farm hunt. Never shot a pheasant. Shot a lot of grouse. But uh, I told him, I was like, I am absolutely in. Because that sounds like a blast. It'd be super fun as far as just a bunch of guys getting together. Bunch of guns. Bunch of birds. 
bunch of food. Uh, I guess they supply you with dogs as well. I'm not sure where we're going or uh, or when or anything yet, but but all I know is that it sounds like a great fucking time. Uh, and I'm definitely going to go do that, and I'll keep you, keep you guys posted on uh, posted on it. Uh, yeah, I've never, I don't know if you can, I think you can eat pheasant. I'm sure you can. Uh, that might sound very uh, lazy on my part as far as not knowing, but I don't know. I'd look it up, but we're living in the 18th century. Don't actually have good Wi-Fi. Uh, the album is coming along. I didn't work on it at all this week. Well, it is only Wednesday. But uh, like I said, I just all the shit that needed to get done, I focused on that instead. But I was listening back to the tracks, and uh, they sound really good. I am super pumped. And a couple collaborations going on with a couple different people, and... Spotify nine, Spotify numbers, Spotify numbers are up. I'm up to like thirty five thousand monthly listeners, which is awesome. Uh, excited to see that continue to grow. Uh, if you're not following me on Spotify as far as music, head over there and follow me there as well, friends. Uh, follow me everywhere. We can do this shit together. <laughs> uh, I'm looking back outside. And it's not sunny. I have been kind of being a baby. But I'm fucking all over the place. My God. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, so, I was, yeah, the album's coming along. It's getting there. It's sounding great. It's my best stuff so far. I can't wait for it to be out. And I can't wait to be done with it because I've been working on it for like six months. But. I am taking my time with it. I'm not rushing it. I'm getting it as best as I possibly can with the knowledge that I currently have. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and that reminds me. I have a, a single coming out um, this Friday. O- Friday, October 1st, right? Let me see. Is it? No. Uh, Friday, October 2nd. Friday, October 2nd. I have... Uh, single coming out it's if you guys have heard the song electric that i recently recently released a few weeks ago uh i did the like an album like a pop version and then i did an acoustic version and uh i am on friday the second releasing a live version that i recorded back in january back when the world had his fucking head on its shoulders uh in minneapolis i went out there with my buddy michael film filmmaker michael johns and uh he filmed me uh, and I recorded out there with my buddy Taylor Lewin. Taylor's a good, he's a, he's a good audio engineer out there, but it was fun. Went to a strip club. <laughs> that was I, the last strip club I've been to was, uh, January in Minneapolis. And it actually wasn't a strip club. So we went to this place called the gay nineties, which is a very popular place. Nice name. Very popular place, uh, in Minneapolis, and essentially, it's 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 this huge building with like five six clubs in it. You walk in, there's this huge huge open bar space where I mean you could fit a few hundred people in there. You walk up a spiral staircase, and then you get to the second floor. And on the second floor, there's a bunch of more clubs. So there's like a li- another little bar area, and then there's a drag show space, and then you walk down a hallway. And you get to like this techno bar, and there's like, like a bunch of flashing lights, and there's like strippers on the poles, and all that fun stuff, and um, and you get to, I think, then there's like one other, one other section which I can't really remember. But yeah, a lot of fucking going on in there, I'm sure. (laughs) So, but Michael and I were in Minneapolis, and I one of the best nights I've ever had. Like it was so fun. Was when I was going to college. And I went out there with with uh, my sister was in town, so I went out there with her and uh, her boyfriend at the time, and his brother, and uh, another uh, mutual friend of ours. And we went out there, and it was so fun. We just had we had such a great time, and so I have very fond memories of the gay nineties. And so I, when I was there in January with with Michael, I was like. We talked about going out. We were staying at my aunt and uncle's. And I was like, we got to go out. We were tired. And we were like, but we're, we're fucking here. We got to go out and do it. So we made the drive. It was like 45 minutes. Got to uh, the gay 90s. And it was Sunday. And I and 
But then the first time that I was there, when we had a great time and it was packed and it was crazy, that was also a Sunday. And so I was like, well, hope maybe it'll be busy. Unfortunately, we got there and it's in like, it's, it's in a rough part of, of Minneapolis. It is, uh, got there and not that many people. And we ended up, <laughs> we ended up, uh, where'd we go? Well, there, it was pretty much empty, not empty, but the busiest space was the drag show area. <laughs> and so Michael and I sat down two straight men. Which, funny enough, we whenever we hung out at bars together, Michael and I, people always would joke. People would always say that we were thought that we were gay together, which is funny. And uh, I don't know. He 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 got that a lot. There's something about if you just if you're a man and you are like well groomed and you dress nice, people just assume you like blowing other dudes. And uh, <laughs> that's not the case, folks. I know it's hard to believe, but I have I haven't sucked one dick my whole life. Never done it. Uh, but yeah, so Michael and I sit down, two straight dudes, uh, drag show going on, and uh, it was just so funny. Michael seemed so uncomfortable, <laughs> not in like a homophobic way, but just in like a, this is so much different than Iron Mountain way. Like it was just so funny. So we we were like, yeah, let's get out of here because it was it wasn't that fun. Like there wasn't it wasn't that much going on. And so we walked down the street and we ended up, where was it? What was it called? I don't even remember what it was called, but uh, it just said topless bar. And I was like, well, well yeah, let's check it out. <laughs> Why not? Uh, and I, yeah, as far as like strip clubs, I've been to a few in Minneapolis. That's the only place I've actually ever been to strip clubs have been in Minneapolis. I've been to just honestly like one actually. One, and I was there like maybe three times um, throughout college and stuff like that. Uh, there's something about it. Like if you've never been to one, you're like a guy, like a 18 year old in college with new guy friends. It's like, yeah, let's go to the strip club. You know, you're trying all these new things. And so, uh, yeah, so we ended up, but yeah, and I've, I've never been to, there's a local one around here called the Gold Nugget, but I've heard some horror stories, uh, not, ho well, I'm sure there's horror stories there as well. Uh, people probably bang in there too, but I've heard, uh, not, not the best things about that place. So I have not popped in. This episode is sponsored by the Golden Nugget. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be funny. So Michael and I walk into this place, topless bar place and, uh, walk in. And like I said, it's in a rough part of the, the neighborhood as well. And uh, we were the only two white people in there. I'm not insinuating either that, no, fuck it. I was going to, I'm. I, yeah, I don't even have to explain myself. I'm not saying black people are bad because I said it's a rough part of the area. We just happen to be the only white people in there, which I thought was very funny. And so we walk in there uh, and uh, sit down at the bar, order some drinks, and uh, we're just kind of hanging out. And uh, this wasn't part of the plan, so we don't have any cash and... You know, it's, it is a bar, but you can also get dances and shit. So we're sitting down and these lovely ladies <laughs> are coming up to us, you know, and asking if we want to dance and all this shit. And I'm like, I don't have any cash. I'm sorry. I'm just feel out of, feeling out of place because I was like, oh, fuck. They're, they're just going to keep because they're working. So they want to make money. And um, so we're hanging out and uh, <laughs> this finally... I, this woman comes up to me for like the eighth time and she's like, you ready? And I'm like, I don't have any cash. And she's like, oh, I have the cash app. And I'm like, oh, well, great. So I shit you not. I downloaded the cash app. I pay, paid this stripper. I got a dance, which was very quick, by the way. It was way too short. Got a dance, pay, paid her through the cash app, and then later deleted that app up until recently. <laughs> But this this lady was a businesswoman. She's thinking because all the other ladies, because uh, then once I did that, I was like, oh, I'll just pay him this way. But then uh, all the other uh, strippers, all the other lovely ladies out there having a good old moral time, uh, <laughs> were like, you want to dance? And I was like, do you have the cash app? <laughs> and they're like, no, no. And I was like, oh, you should get it because I just paid that one stripper. But 
yeah, so we were there until like one thirty, two, something like that. And I had to stop drinking because I had to drive us back. Michael got Michael got fucking hammered by the just by the end though. Like right when we left, he was all of a sudden really drunk. So he was like smashed in on the car ride back. <laughs> but I later looked that place up and there was a fucking murder right where we were sitting, probably. What well, was right in that bar. Uh, some lady walked in there, if I'm not mistaken, and shot another lady in the head like a like few months earlier. Like it was rough. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I want to tell you one other one other funny story from that place. It was cracked me up, man. So there was this dude there, and uh, he was clearly a regular. He had a fucking thick stack of ones. Uh, big dude, looking sort of like a pimp, and. Uh, <laughs> He, he, I don't know, he must have noticed me. Well, clearly Michael and I were standing out, the only two fucking white, you know, white dudes in there. And so, sitting down, and he's been paying strippers all night to, like, dance on him. And he's just, like, throwing out ones like that. Just nice and slow, methodical. One dollar bill. One dollar bill. One dollar bill. It was very funny (laughs) watching it. And, uh... And he like looks over at me. We make eye contact, and he he like calls up a stripper, and uh, she starts dancing on him. And he like he shakes his head, and he like smacks her ass. And he's like, and he's like, no, no, no. And then he points at me, and uh, and this stripper comes over and just starts dancing all over me, and uh, and <laughs> and he just walks up, and she's dancing on me. And again, he just starts with the methodical, like just. <laughs> One dollar bills as the stripper's dancing on me. And I look over at him and we just sort of look each other in the eye and give each other a little head nod. <laughs> oh, it was just, it was very funny. Just like the way he approached the whole situation and his methodical, steady, steady one dollar bill uh, dispersal technique. <laughs> oh, well, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is the show. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Again, if you'd like to support this podcast, help o- help over. Head on over to patreon.com slash Trevor Olson where you can support the show uh, and directly support me so I can fucking move out someday from my parents' basement. Um, head over to patreon.com slash Trevor Olson or head over to my website. Uh, you will see... Uh, in the upper, in the when you see a little pop up thing where you can join the Patreon page, or there's all sorts of different things. If you just head on over to trevorolson.com, you'll see it. Also, uh, if you head to the podcast section on my website, you'll see a little support here tab, and you can support the show through Anchor as well, which is the distributor. So uh, you won't gain access to the exclusive episode, but you'll still be directly supporting the show uh, in general. But so either way, Anchor or Patreon, you can support the show there. And again, if you guys would like to reach out to the show with your comments, with your questions, with your nudes, shoot shoot a message at uh, uh reach out reach out to us at uh, us us like I got a fucking team. Reach out to the Trevor Olson team here. Uh, reach out to the show. Reach out to me at uh, the Trevor Olson Show at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from y'all. Uh, I'd love to hear what you, your thoughts on the show, unless, of course, you don't like the show, uh, in which case, fuck you. No, not really. Even if you don't like the show, reach out, say hello. Tell me what you guys want to hear. Uh, I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Eat some healthy food. Uh, go for a run. Go for a jog. Order a sauna that takes six months to show up and then put it together yourself even though you paid $5,000 for it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not taking six months. It's taken like six weeks at the latest. Um, yeah, surround yourself with people who love you. You guys know. You guys know what you need to do. You know what's good for you. You know what... Sorry about that. I think I just bumped the mic. You know what responsibilities you have... Uh, yeah, yeah, just like I do. I got to fucking show up here every Saturday and Wednesday, and I'm not complaining because it's been a blast. I got to do that. Got to just keep making this album. But thanks a lot, guys. I hope you have a great, fantastic, 
rest of your week. I'm literally just trying to drag this on so that the show gets to uh, at least one hour week. Eight seconds out. All right. We've made it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, episode number four. That's a wrap. Uh, we will see you next Saturday. You guys have a great rest of your week. Good luck with everything. Reach out to the show. Support the show on Patreon. Reach out to the show at thetrevorolsonshow@gmail.com. Love you guys. Take care of yourselves, and we will see you soon.